Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we'll be studying deeper into chapter number one of the book of Romans. In fact, I think we'll finish it today. This will be broadcast number 10 out of Romans chapter number one, and I sure have enjoyed going through this chapter. What a uh, convicting chapter, challenging chapter, enlightening chapter, and applicable chapter for the day and hour in which we live. I feel I feel like I'm reading the newspaper headline from tomorrow as I read Romans chapter number one, and we'll talk about that more here in just a minute. Now, Romans, of course, is a very important book for you and I to understand. It's where we get our foundation laid for New Testament church age theology. It's a book written by the Apostle Paul, inspired by the Holy Ghost. The theme is faith and salvation by faith. The key concept, if you want to call it that, of Romans is the righteousness of God. The book tells us what is righteousness, where to find righteousness, and how to get it applied to our life. And we need righteousness from somewhere because our own is like filthy rags, the Bible teaches. Paul is writing to Jews and Gentiles that make up this local church in the city of Rome. Now, there are other churches in the Roman Empire, Corinth, Galatia, Ephesus, Colossae, Philippi, Thessalonica, but this is the actual church in that city of Rome. Now, let me say, Peter was not the pastor of this church in Rome. Peter wasn't the first pope, and you won't find anything like that even in the Word of God. That's something that came uh, 300 uh, A.D. years after the, the Bible was completed, and that's not, uh, I don't believe it's of God whatsoever. Dr. Tom Malone used to say Peter couldn't have been the first pope because he had a mother-in-law. And you know, popes can't be married. He said, any man that's dumb enough to have a mother-in-law and not get a wife, he's not fit to be the pope. Uh, but anyway, if you've missed any of our prior Bible studies together, let me ask you, go go to wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Spotify or Apple or wherever it may be, and type in Striving for Revival. And then once you subscribe to the podcast, it shall give you access. It'll give you access to all of these past Bible studies that uh, we have done. That way you don't miss a thing. If your schedule doesn't line up with the schedule of this broadcast live, <clears throat> then you can go back and listen, and then you can re-listen, and that'll help you as you study along with me. And I sure do appreciate all of you that use this every day in your Bible study time. I met somebody this week who uh, said she listens every day, 10 o'clock. She said every day, 10 o'clock. And uh, that's such a blessing uh, to hear from somebody like that. Now let's look together. Romans 28. We're going to finish out the chapter in verse 29 through 32, God gives us the, uh, I hate to use the word fruit because it sounds so positive, but I guess we can say the rotten fruit of a reprobate mind. What does that produce? When God, in verse 28, gives somebody over to a rejecting mind, a reprobate mind, a mind that is totally anti-God, anti-truth, anti-Bible, what are those things which are not convenient, which are produced by the reprobate or from the reprobate mind. Well, all of that is listed here for us in the closing verses of Romans chapter number 1. Now, as you read through Romans 1, you will feel like you're reading a commentary on America. Yeah, even a commentary on the world. 
The Bible talks about a crowd that had de-evolved. You don't find evolution in this world nor in the scripture. Man is not working his way up. Man is wandering his way down. Man is not getting better. Man is getting worse because of sin. You read and find that man de-evolves, and here's how it does. He forgets God. Then he forsakes God. Then he fashions a God in his own image or likeness or after the likeness of that which is temporal. Now, man goes from religious de-evolution to morals that are degenerated to lust that is unrestrained and then a mind darkened by God. What a dangerous thing. And God always matches man's sin with judgment. There is no way to get around it. The wages of sin is death, and there shall be judgment eventually in God's time, but it'll come. God will judge sin. Thank God for the Christian. Our sin was judged in Jesus at Calvary, and we don't have to answer for that. Thank God, because Jesus did on the cross. But if you're listening to me today and never been saved nor born again, you're not ready to meet God. If you were to die where you sit, stand, or listen right now, can I say that you'd have to pay for your own sin, and the only way to pay for that is judgment, and that judgment is eternal hell fire. We read that in this text that God is going to judge sin. The Bible told us in verse number 28, because they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. I said last broadcast that sounds like society in the days of Noah. Every man was just wrapped up in wickedness continually. Noah alone lived for God and was a beacon of righteousness in a sin-blackened society. And that's what we find in our generation that we live in today. They, back then, had a reprobate mind, and many today, I would say, have a reprobate mind. I think about Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19 and how God ran down fire, answered their sin with judgment because they were wrapped up in homosexuality and all kinds of base things there. And God judged that, and he always will. It doesn't matter if Hollywood has a stamp of approval upon it. It doesn't matter if society slowly accepts it. It doesn't matter if it's forced upon the populace and called normal. God, if it's wrong in his word, it's still wrong uh, in the world today, and God will judge sin. So after God gives up this crowd to a reprobate mind, let's see what happens. All right. A couple things happen. Number one, they become ungodly. Number two, they become unafraid of sin. And lastly, they get to be unashamed of their sin. So let's look at it together. Verse number 29, being filled. Now these are the things which are not convenient produced by a reprobate mind. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, and maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. So we find that this crowd with a reprobate mind, number one, is ungodly. Paul lists two dozen 
different avenues of unrighteousness, if you will. Fornication, which is immorality in general. Uh, We usually associate it with premarital uh, uh, activity between a man and a woman. Wickedness, or we could say depravity. That just opens the floodgates to all kinds of unbelievable acts. Covetousness, that's greed or wanting more, not being satisfied with your own house or your own spouse, uh, your own paycheck, whatever it may be, and wanting something of somebody else, being greedy, uh, being stingy, lusting after that which is not for you maliciousness that means malice of course ill will or desire to hurt somebody think about that we see that in the streets of wisconsin and other places uh a summer or two ago we saw it all across our country people are just out to hurt people i mean we've seen it here local in the bay area of san francisco where innocent people just walk down the road and somebody will come and just punch them in the face because of their ethnicity or because they just don't like the individual that's a sign of a reprobate mind that's what that crowd is you go on and read some more full of envy full of envy that's self-explanatory murder they want to kill people abortion reprobate mind debate everything's got to be questioned everything's got to be critiqued everything's got to be analyzed everything no matter if it's historical position no matter if it's proven precedent no matter what it is they're going to question leadership question authority question parents question everything from the church house uh, to the state house to the law books of our land everything has to be called into question and they look for some sort of a a, a, a blemish if you will on every little thing not only is there debate malignity deviousness that's what that is whisperers that means they're gossipers welcome to facebook <clears throat> backbiters that means they talk bad about each other and downgrade each other and degen- uh, uh, denigrate each other's character they're haters of god they hate god they hate his name they hate his word they hate his house they hate his people despiteful that means they retaliate they uh, try to get revenge they're proud full of pride arrogant boasters that means they have empty words swelling words inventors of evil things can you imagine that they just sit back and think about wicked things you keep on reading through it talks about it uh we can go and read the list disobedient to parents without understanding covenant breakers without natural affection implacable implacable means they're stubborn they're uncontrollable unmerciful who knowing the judgment of god that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do them they're ungodly they're unafraid of sin and they're unashamed of their sin they know what sin does they know what god thinks of sin and yet they do it anyhow those are the bitter fruits of a reprobate mind that's our time for today until next time pray for revival thank you for joining us today for striving for revival with justin cooper assistant pastor at north valley baptist church in santa clara california listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival